everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here for Leadership Conversations. This is the show where we talk about leadership according to the world that matters to you. And I wanted to continue the conversation we started uh, regarding communication for leaders. And we've been basing this particular podcast uh, series off of an article written by Josh Steimel. Uh, for Entrepreneur Magazine, and we've shared a number of thoughts with you. I want to share the remainder of what Josh wrote in his article, at least the remaining tips that he shared, and want to give you my commentary on those things. And as we've been stating uh, in this series, we find we know the importance of communication for leaders. Uh, because without communication, uh, our leadership becomes weak and we struggle uh, to move the needle forward with our teams and to influence them to be the very best self that they can be as a team and as individuals. So here are the remaining uh, thoughts that Josh shares, and I'm going to share my thoughts with you as well. Uh, here's the first thing. Ask more than one person to do it and nobody will. Ask more than one person to do it and nobody will. What Josh is saying is when you ask more than one person to accomplish a task or to get something done or to fulfill an idea or concept, then nobody will do it. And the idea behind that concept of asking more than one person to do it and nobody will do it is when people know or catch wind that you've asked more than one person to get A, B, and C done, then everybody will say, oh, well, I'm not going to do it because so-and-so will I'll take care of it. So-and-so uh, has it under control or so-and-so knows what to do or so-and-so has more experience than I do or I'm too busy to do it. I, I just, I'm pretty sure so-and-so will do it. When you take responsibility away from your team members, you're taking away from the team in and of itself. And this is a management issue. This is a leadership issue. But as Josh points out, this is also a communication issue. When you communicate these type of things to people or this type of way, you're taking away from your ability to hold someone accountable at a future date. Communication is about the clear transfer of information from one person to the next. And if that information is lost or is lost in translation or misunderstood or just not really captured in the way it should, then what ends up happening is that the project suffers, the team suffers, the organization suffers, and ultimately your leadership suffers, okay? Be clear about what you're asking people to do. Be clear on what you expect people to accomplish. Be clear of what you want people to do, when, why, and how. And as Josh is saying, don't ask more than one person to do it. Because then when you do that, nothing gets done at the end of the day. Here's the next thing Josh says, don't rely on your device. Now, th this is a little tough because what, he, what he's getting at is you want to have a more personable experience with people when you're with them face to face. And if you're with them face to face, you don't want to uh, be on your device. And in addition, you don't want to rely upon calling people or FaceTiming people or Skyping people when there's a clear opportunity to go see them in person. Oftentimes through a phone call, a text message or an email, which is all controlled and uh, facilit facilitated by your device, uh, there can be miscommunication of expectations, ideas, thinking, philosophies. Uh, it can be a miscommunication of intent and rationale. And Josh is getting at 
if there's an opportunity to do it in person to ensure that you can convey your thinking clearly and directly to the person you're communicating with, then that's the opportunity you should take on. You shouldn't avoid opportunities to speak with your team. You should take opportunities to speak with them in person as much as you possibly can. Now, here's the next thing he talks about, and this is really helpful. He says, boost your emotional IQ. You need to be aware of how you feel about situations when they're happening. You need to be aware of your emotions when you're going through something or your emotions when you see something transpire at work with your team. Because if you're not aware of what's going on in your mind, it will come out at some point. It will show itself at some point. And if you're not careful, it will show itself the wrong way to the wrong person at the wrong time. The lack of communication, the lack of awareness, rather, of your emotional state can miscommunicate a message to your team. If you don't realize that certain behaviors in the workplace causes you to be upset, then your lack of awareness of that will cause you to say things in an angry way, to treat people in an angry way, to conduct business in an angry way. And everybody can feel it except you because you haven't recognized that you are emotionally out of whack in this moment. Or if you don't realize certain behaviors make you too excited, you can come off too excited to the team, thus conveying an expression that you don't intend to convey. Sometimes our excitement can come off as jubilation or sometimes our excitement, if expressed in a unique way to our personalities, can come off as frustration or anger or disappointment. I, I have been in situations where I've expressed my excitement, my happiness in the way that I do. And the person on the other side receiving it said, oh, well, I, I thought you were disengaged. I thought you were upset. I thought you weren't listening. I thought you were no longer interested in what we were talking about. And that was furthest from the truth. Being emotionally intelligent helps you understand who you are, but how you may come off to people who are interpreting your behaviors. Here's the next thing. Be comfortable and be willing to say no. As a leader, you have to be comfortable saying no. Not everything that's presented to you from your team is worthy of a response of yes or let me think about it. Sometimes it's flat out no. Sometimes it's no with no reason. Sometimes you have a good reason for no that you want to share with your team, but be willing to say no. That That is one of the most important pieces in, in your arsenal that you need to put to use on a frequent basis. Be okay telling your team, no, you can't do this. No, we can't go here. No, we can't make that decision. And if you want to be a better leader, it's better to say no and provide a really good reason why because people want to know. They want to have they want to have an idea of why you're saying no. Here's the next one. Talk with people, not at people. The people that work for you, the people that are on your team, they're not your children. They're not your dog. They're not your pet. These are people, these are adults who have brains who have emotions, who have ideas, who have concepts. They have their own families. And they should not be talked to as children or in a demeaning way. 
You should talk to them like they're human beings. You should talk to them as if you want to really understand what they're thinking, understand what they're saying, understand what they're feeling. Talk with them, not at them. One practice that I use to talk with people and to learn how to practice to talk with people is to go out for coffee and to have a conversation over a cup of joe. The reason I do that, it's I do it for a number of reasons, but in the context of this particular conversation is when you're in the middle of sipping a hot cup of joe and you are sharing or conveying a thought, it's an idea of sharing something with someone in public over a common thing like a drink. And there's no way, there's no opportunity to talk down to someone or to point down at someone while you're conveying a thought over a hot cup of coffee. Right? It's it's simple, but it helps. Here's another thing that that helps you not talk at people. Ask questions. Instead of being the one always sharing information, how about you ask a question? that will require the person on the other side of the communication link to share something with you. And as they share information with you, provide commentary back and forth. And if you're nervous about your ability to talk with people versus at people, continue to ask questions as much as you can to convey questions that convey your thinking, but questions that propel or force or push forward conversation. Here's the next one. Be concise. Get to the point. Right. As a leader, you have so much to say, so much to share, so much to to give. But at the end of the day, people have a short attention span. Get to the point and say what you can say. And this is what Josh says. Put the key conclusion or ask in the first two sentences. In the previous podcast, we talked about. Can you convey your entire thought in two or three sentences tops for simplicity purposes? The simplicity of the message is also tied to being concise, getting straight to the point, saying what you have to say. Here's the next thing. Add value when you're communicating information. How does the information you say or you're sharing contribute to the thinking of the conversation How does it contribute to the philosophy that you're developing or the strategy you're developing? How does it improve the decision-making process at the end of the conversation? How does it add information to the information bank of the individual on the receiving end of this information? Add value. As a leader, you're constantly asking people on your team to add value to the conversations that you're leading as a leader, as the one influencing the decision-making process, you too, my friend, have to be thoughtful about how you add value when you're communicating to and with your team. Here's the next one Josh shares. Be consistent in all forms of communication. Be the same person. Communicate the same way. Have the same uh, delivery. Have the same language choice. Don't switch up because of circumstances or medium or platform, whether it's in person or over the phone or over FaceTime, over email. Be the same. 
Because people, as they understand the consistency with which you communicate, they will be able to better understand and interpret what you're communicating when you are not in person. So you send a text message. Oftentimes people read the text message in your voice the way they know you would say it if you were in person. Be consistent because it will help you as you decide to communicate you utilizing all their platforms. And here's the last thing that Josh shares. Be honest. Be an honest communicator. Be a thorough communicator. Be a transparent communicator. Tell the truth. Okay? And I'm not sure, you know, Josh is getting at lying versus not lying. But what he's getting at, and what I believe to be the case too, is that if nothing else, all you have is your word. And all people can go off of is what you say, what you convey, what information you deliver. Whatever it is you're delivering, whatever it is you're saying, let it be truthful. Let it be honest. Let it be authentic. So this concludes Communication for Leaders. This is a three-part series. If you missed the first two parts, go back and play the first two parts, and I think you'll find uh, those parts very helpful. Uh, but leave a message. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe to all of our platforms on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram TV, and anywhere you can get your podcast on your favorite platform. This is Dr. William Clark for Leadership Conversations, and we'll see you in the next show. Peace.